Welcome to Chum the Water. This is Day of Jupiter. My name is Aaron David, and I have somebody here with me. Hi. <laughs> that was Kelly. And uh, so I think we're both having a pretty good week with uh, self realizations and stuff. But uh, I wanted to update on a couple of things. Uh, one is yesterday, uh, like I asked the Goetic Spirit Seer to like help me do something, and essentially it happened by 6 p.m. that night. So I had said if uh, he did that, I would go get mugwort for his spirit pot. So uh, you found this place. Asheville Hemp Farms and they had uh, mugwort for $2.50 an ounce. Which is really good, right? Yeah, compared to like online I could get it. Uh, this is supposedly organic sifted mugwort. Uh, online it was $8 an ounce plus over $8 shipping. So six, over $16 for one ounce online of organic mugwort and I got it for $2.50 an ounce so I got more than one ounce but uh, it was a pretty cool trip because I get downtown and this is on North Lexington Avenue and this is one thing that triggers what I've been uh, dealing with confronting for this week uh, driving around in a place like downtown where there's no parking trying to find parking and there's people crawling everywhere trying to jump in front of your car and stuff and usually what will happen is I'll do three four five circles looking for parking and then I'll just explode and I'll just be like <laughs> parts and bits of me all over the inside of the windshield <laughs> So, uh, like, you were like, stay calm, and I was like, I was thinking, you know, this is exactly one of the things, it's like I was shown, like, here, go do this, and uh, we'll see how you do, and I realized, oh, this is one of the things where this rises in me, so I uh, consciously tried to just chill out, and it was a... it was a really pretty Thursday downtown. You could see the Blue Ridge Mountains, and there was, it was pretty. Um, what do they call it when there's moisture in the air? Humid. It was pretty humid and hot, but uh, it was really these deep blue skies and the wet greens of uh, late summer. And uh, I remembered why I used to like Asheville, and I used to go down to North Lexington Avenue as a teenager with my skate buddies and uh, the first skateboard I ever owned actually probably second other than when I was a real little kid my Aunt Hava sent me one or something I remember I had one but it was one of those like cheap ones one of those like 1980s skateboards Uh, this was like mid 1990s skateboard where uh, anyway there used to be a shop down there called Flipside 
and uh, that's where I get all my skate stuff, uh, me and my friends. And right up from Flipside in North Lexington was this place called the uh, Interplanet Janet. And I would get this hair dye there. And I can't remember what the hair dye was called, but it was kind of cheap and it would like rub off. You know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like... Isn't it like when George Costanza tried to spray his bald spot and he put the hairspray on that it dripped out his face? Well, I wasn't bald then. <laughs> but yeah, I was... A, That's I, what I think of. I used to dye my hair maroon, and I remember being in weight training in high school and, like, leaning my head against the wall and then, like, getting up, <laughs> and there was, like, this big maroon spot on the wall. It's like soul glow in coming to America. Uh, <laughs> But, it's horrible. And it smelled like fish, whatever oh, this, like, <laughs> like this hair dye oh. from Interplanet Gen. I wish I could remember the name of it. I don't think you need to remember the name of it. Well, anyway, like, none of that was there. Flipside was gone. Interplanet Janet was gone. And pretty much everybody down there was younger than me, which is weird. It seems like that happened overnight, <laughs> like, everywhere you look. These people filling these positions and careers, they're all younger than me. Like, the police officers I run into look like children. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. um, Well, I have to say that I was, honestly, when you messaged me that you were struggling to find parking, I was waiting for the explosion. Because usually when you're away from the house and something goes wrong, you first message me one blurb about what the problem is, and then I just wait, and then I wait for the explosion, and it didn't come today. I was really, like, you messaged that it's hot, and it was muggy, and you were walking, and, um, and that was it, and all of a sudden, it was like, the response is, I got the mugwort, and you were happy. Like, it was a complete transition from from how you normally are and I I was really really proud of you because it's like you stopped and you breathed and you looked around and noticed your environment and you almost changed your perception you changed your perception and saw the beauty in Asheville instead of the negativity and the misery Uh, I think that was like the point of uh, of the whole trip and I was like I didn't I was getting close to blowing up and just saying forget it and I was like I'm not going to, like, screw over a goetic demon and, be, like, go back on what I said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got to get this mugwort. Mm-hmm. It's what I was thinking. Uh, so, I, I go in the shop. I finally get there. At, it's all, I park at the south end of North Lexington where there's, like, there's always been heroin addicts hang on that end, right under the bridge where all the artwork is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's always been real shady businesses right there. There used to be this... I, I think it was a record shop or something. that They had a pinball machine in there. This was like 1995-ish. But uh, it's always been very strange and different than everywhere else around here in the south. Right down there in downtown. And it's still like that, which was good to see. Uh, so I get up to the north end of North Lexington... And I've walked by all these witchy shops, and there's like a cow skull, horns cow skull on a mannequin, like in one shop window. And I'm like, yeah, this is pretty cool. I'm, I'm, I was like having a good time and remembering, like, 
you know, skating around and there was all these people down there. And the only thing I regretted was I forgot my mask. Uh, a lot of the businesses required mask to uh, come in. And uh, anyway, I get to the other end of North Lexington and go in this Asheville hemp uh, what was it called? Asheville. I think Asheville Hemp Farm, I believe. Farm. It's called. And uh, this young girl, or she looks young to me, comes out, and uh, I get to talking to her, and she keeps looking at my seal. I've got Sears seal around my neck, and she doesn't say anything. And but I found out she's a local, and her partner uh, works at Laughing Seed. And uh, we we're talking about how things are really coming back, even though this Delta variant has got people like, I was going to say spooked, but it's actually got people hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, Laughing Seed, she said, just had their like biggest month ever in their history. Wow, I've always wanted to go there too. So I was like, well, it's really says something. She said she moved to South Carolina. I was like, I don't know if I want to stay here or not. I was like, I'm not sure. And uh, she said she went to Charleston, which is uh, the guy I worked with. You remember Judd? Mm-hmm. He moved back to Charleston. I don't recall ever being there, but it's so it was a really Southern Gothic, beautiful, historic. Mm-hmm. On the, I've wanted to go there. That's on my bucket list for sure. Judd talked about the ports there, and he was a forklift guy on the on the ports. But um, she said she started missing Asheville just because, you know, it's so weird here. And she started talking about paranormal stuff and Joshua P. Warren. And like uh, Joshua P. Warren is the paranormal guy of yesteryear of Asheville. Uh the guy who's running probably multiple ghost tours in multiple cities. I think his latest one is in Las Vegas. I don't keep up with him too much, but I saw something about it online. So anyway, it was a really cool conversation in there and I got the mugwort and, uh, got out of there. And, uh, I realized that, uh, that's all I have to do is just keep my cool and like, I look at this Pisces thing, which I associate seer with Pisces and uh, mugwort and specifically as, as this sort of dampener to this mark too strong of Yang martial fire stuff. It's like the, uh, the savage in civilization. It just doesn't go that well. If I was in Rome and in some, uh, other city that I could rape and pillage, I could behave like that. I could behave like it's Woodstock 99. (laughs) But it doesn't work in modern society. Uh, So I think Pisces is really the kind of like specifically what I'm dealing with that uh, kind of dampens that and it's, it's back of the head. Uh, I realized that Crowley's commentary on the Queen of Swords and Hexagram 28, uh, the help that I was talking about in the last show, it dawned on me what that is. Uh, so the whole reason that I'm involved in this career jump thing 
is what happened with the Venus thing, uh, which is a super long story. But essentially, what I'm attempting to do is backed up with these experiences that I've had, which gives me the conviction to like move forward and like this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, which I've never had before. And then we've come to the point now in this journey where I keep ramming my head against the wall and I'm like, why can't I get any further? Uh, so I feel like I got the answer this week. Um, the help can't come through because the yang line is in the way, which is me. I'm in the way. So there's a plan and I can see the plan and I know the plan, but it can't happen. Like the spirits can't make it happen. They can't work it because I keep getting in the way. Like, uh, so it really struck me with the metaphor about the old man who marries the young woman. Uh, so that made sense to me when I thought of it, but (laughs) like, in other words, I'm not being receptive enough to manifest what they want to manifest in my life. Does that make sense? Perfect. And they're like, we're here, we're ready, we're doing it, get out of the way. (laughs) And it's like, I've, me on the other side, not being aware of that until now, not being aware of their, like, from where I've come, like, four years ago, or before the Venus thing, it's almost, like, how would you describe it? had tremendous growth over the years I mean tremendous so that that's tremendous growth is the best way to describe it yeah there's a lot of work that has gone into me Mm -hmm. and it's like who's doing that well me sort of but I mean it's this weird black mirror thing where the unconscious starts making uh, itself conscious and everything starts changing and uh an equilibrium is touched and it's just a lot of I, I once heard somebody say like uh effective magic is like years in therapy or maybe that was psychedelics as well maybe somebody said like uh, psychedelics are like years in therapy a, a powerful psychedelic experience i would say the same thing about uh magic like it uh if you get out of its way uh transformation is like right there but what i've been doing is getting in the way of that and by saying you know transform transform Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm i'm like not transforming it's like the uh voltron like i'm like where's everybody at let's let's go let's do it let's go let's do it well that's the whole point of work is that you know you don't get to the end result in two seconds you need to take it slow and take it step by step and do the work to get to the goal 
And that was where what you were trying to skip. You were trying to skip the work and go right to the goal. In general, I think in life and trading and all the things that you were working on. And now you're starting to realize that that's not how it works. And well, you're slowing down. For example, yeah. I mean, it's just like the, the bullet chest thing. It's like full steam ahead, just bulldozer. You don't stop. And that's like creates this crazy buzz in my head, like uh, that I live with. And it's like a, it's, it's like the animal mind. It's like in the way. And so the way to deal with it is to like get it out of the way. Um, The Queen of Swords is depicted with that uh, decapitated head. So that is literally like what's happening, how I perceive what's happening now. Now that I'm aware, like if I become receptive consciously, there are powers within me that will begin to work is how I, what I've come away from this week with the understanding of. Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I would put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I can go consciously about doing that uh where before it was just kind of darkness i couldn't see and now they're like dude just become receptive and we've got it Mm -hmm. uh so i did that with trading this morning uh just got out of the way did not excessively you know aggressively do anything and did like 1.4 percent almost effortlessly mm-hmm. like <laughs> so actually i took another scalp after that so it's above 1.5 percent just like absolutely effortlessly and compare that to the week before that i just went through where there was nothing effortless about about it it was so i almost like had a breakdown of mm-hmm. some sort where it's just like it's uh, like rage driven. Yeah, it's like uh, somebody that loses some very intense competition and they just come away absolutely dazed with the stars around their head. I was turning it into a fight. I was making it a fight. Uh, just like going downtown today, that hooked its head back up where I was trying to make it a fight. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to fight all these people that are just here, you know, doing the same thing. <laughs> I'm doing and uh so good yeah I love that outlook I'm glad you see that 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 makes me so happy inside and I'm also glad too that it's the day of Jupiter I'm glad you brought that up in the beginning because like last night when we were talking about the the dream that I had after we did the initiation into Jupiter and I had that dream about the mushrooms and I hate cleaning mushrooms hate it and in the dream I was forced to clean mushrooms and I heard a woman's voice say this will teach you patience and I knew at that time that that wasn't only a message for me but it was also a message for Aaron and it's just so crazy because it's come full circle now where I could have applied that to any part of our lives at that time but now I really feel like this is applying to your life specifically because you have to slow down and you have to clean the mushrooms and you have to just do it one mushroom at a time. I mean, that that's so cool. And it's on the day of Jupiter. I, I'm just really, really proud of you. 
because it's not only, you know, spirits that are, are helping, but you're putting in the work too. And you're recognizing and self-awareness is knowledge and knowledge is power. And I'm proud of you. Extremely proud of you. Well, I just, I don't know what is about this week that all of this has just come into focus. I think it was just the exertion of trying so hard and just not understanding why I cannot get any further. And I just could not do it. I did I did everything I knew possible. And that was it. It was that hexagram excess. Dude, you're doing too much. Just mm-hmm. get out of the way and we we will do it. And so I have hints. I have hints of where they are going to bring me. Uh, if I get out of the way and uh, it's it's really kind of cool and I had second thoughts we've talked about when this happens leaving the country mm-hmm. or you know we've talked about different places uh, we talked about all of this stuff that makes what I'm trying to do difficult here in this country mm-hmm. from the extreme taxes uh, placed on traders, uh, specifically day traders, uh, just their tax bracket from regular longer term traders jumps up just insanely. And so, uh, there's that. And, uh, then there's like, what do I want to do when it comes? Where do I want to impact? And, I've been thinking the last couple of days about like grow where you're planted, you know, mm-hmm. and part of me like has never been out of where I've was planted and I would like to see other things and experience other things. But there's another part of me and there's no reason once you get to, you know, where I want to get to, there's no reason you could do, do both or do whatever you want to. Uh, but just part of me that wants to like it it was that you used to hear this in church circles um, be the change you want to see or something like that or it would always be with people that are critical of the church of the pastor and they're like well I'm just going to stay here so I can affect change even though I don't agree with anything going on here (laughs) one of those type of people Mm -hmm. uh because I think that uh, the South is in desperate need, and America in general, but especially the American South, is n- in need of some enlightenment, uh, something made available here that can uh, give people something other than what they have uh, to choose from uh, when it comes to a spiritual path or you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. Because they're so... St- I understand. You're saying they're steeped in one way of living, one religion, one thing. And really, in actuality, there should be a broadening of thoughts. You know, like an, another option. Yeah, yeah. I think I have a really unique perspective into this place uh, because I grew up on both sides of it. Mm-hmm. And I know where I was and how what I 
you know, if somebody would have shown me, if a Rufus Opus would have come by, by Asheville, you know, 25 years ago, like, where would I be today? Like, much further along than I am today. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, 25 years ago, you were a completely different person. And you may not have accepted Rufus Opus, and you would have cast him into the pit of hell with all the other people. 25 <laughs> years ago, Rufus Opus would have casted Rufus <laughs> Opus into hell. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if, you know, we can always look back and see hindsight, but well, there's everything al- happens for a reason. There's always been part of me, since hearing Terrence McKenna's talk about the Hermetic City that wants to found some sort of hermetic city (laughs) like a place specifically um, for hermeticism you know when we were had that day that we took to go on the Blue Ridge Parkway and we stopped by the Folk Arts Center and Mm -hmm. all that stuff there are these places like this that you can go that have been set up uh, you know for people travelers on the way I think it would be so cool to have something like that because Asheville is such a touristy place. Everybody here is a tourist. And the girl down at the um, that Asheville hemp farm was talking about, in Asheville, it's a higher class of tourist. They're nicer people than... She mentioned Tennessee and the people that come through as tourists there. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it's... They're not nice people. Interesting. And it's true because the people that come here, they're just generally more sophisticated, better Probably educated. Wealthy. Yes, wealthy. And with wealth comes... You know, that is the power of Resh. That's what I'm trying... That's what everything I'm trying to do goes back to that Venus experience, victory, and Resh, the power to acquire wealth. That's every, that's my all my work is about, uh, but yeah, that with that, with wealth comes you know a lot of transformation of self that they are not in that place of you know everybody's against me, the government has done this to me, Elon Musk has done this to me, and all that you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, she was just saying you know, we have the Grove Park in. Billmore House, she was talking about the Billmore House and all that, but everybody here is to see those things, as well as the Blue Ridge Parkway, and part of me, because this is my home town, maybe would not necessarily live here, but I would love to found something in remembrance of what happened to me in my lifetime here, and how that relates to Hermeticism and how people could come and learn about it and uh, stuff like that. That's just very vague, abstracted idea in my head. That's pretty cool, though. It's a good idea. I hadn't thought of that. I'd call it. I'd call it the Hermetic Hoedown. <laughs> they have bales of straw out front. Uh, anyway, I guess that's all I wanted to say. Basically, uh, that 
uh, I realized who the help was that I was talking about in the last show. Uh, it's not like an, uh, not actual people. It's that it's the internal powers, uh, that we all possess. There's a, there's a part in the, um, what is it called? Uh, secret formula four, uh, from the hermetic, uh, literature. It's called secret formula four. And it talks about the powers within me saying, it's really cool. And I think it pairs, uh, with the headless, right? With the stilly of Jude quite, uh, extraordinarily. And, uh, I just realized that's, that's, that's the help. That's whose way you have to get out of so they can begin to work through you and accomplish, uh, accomplish stuff. Just get out of the way. Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's it then. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Until next time, you've been listening to Germany Roo. Oh, Lord. Germany Roo. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>